Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Skull kids. Skull kids. This is Purple Daily. A Write That Down Wednesday edition presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. Uh, about once or twice a week, we uh, we see people send us screenshots just randomly on like Instagram and Twitter of them watching our big, ugly, made-for-radio faces, at least for Judd and I. Declan has a, a beautiful, clean shave and sometimes a little peach fuzz that people notice yep. on the mustache front. Yep. Can't sneak that fastball by us. Thanks, Tiny Joe Nelson. Um, yep. So if, if you're watching us on a TCL TV, uh, send it in so then we can show TCL. Hey, see, people are watching us on TCL TV. And they're like, excited. they're watching what? Those three guys? <laughs> Those guys? Oh, my God. We still, wait, we still advertise with them? Oh, that was a glitch in the system. Yeah, we should have been done years office ago. Office space. We'll fix the glitch. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, we are Milton from Office Space, just uh, yeah. looking for our stapler. Give me a stapler. Yeah. So uh, here is how this works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns for the predictions that are above and beyond a standard correct prediction. And then if you want to be a part of this, like Elijah is about to, you can send us a note through the feedback link at the bottom of the Score North app. Just send Declan a message, and we'll get you scheduled in as a future guest listener participant. But... Uh, we're going through a summer period here where not a lot of things are coming off the books. There's no games right now. There's no practices. There's no media. So um, not a whole lot to account for. And so in place of the accountability session, I'm just going to put a spotlight on some of the predictions that are still on the board. And I'm going to bring you guys today. These are football-related predictions from the Mackie and Judd edition of Write That Down, which you can also find every single Wednesday on our other daily show, Mackie and Judd. We'll start with Judd here before we get to the actual predictions here. Judd, you are on the record saying over a year ago. Okay. You said this back in like Oh, I've insulated May, myself. Interesting. May of 2020. Yeah. You said Aaron Rodgers is heading into his last season with the Green Bay Packers. And you're I mean, you're right there, man. You're in contention for this prediction. Touchdown. So, and this is a touchdown pass if this happens, just with the contract and everything. So how do you feel about this year-old prediction? Well, I don't feel very good about it because I now don't think he's going to show up for training camp, and I don't think he's going to play for the Packers in 2020, so I think I'm going to be wrong. But Wait. So he's entering. No, you're... Oh, oh, 2020. 
Oh my. Yes. Oh, okay. So you you were dude, I mean, you were a soothsayer. You said oh, this over a year ago. You said this upcoming this 2020 season. season. Oh, okay. So um, all you need is for him to not play for the Packers. No, then I think I'm right. Good. Then I feel damn good. Yeah, touchdown. I yeah. believe it would be my first touchdown of the season. <laughs> touchdown pass. See, Jeb was saying this before it was cool to say this. Now everyone's saying it. Oh, Jeb said it over a yeah, year I'm a trendsetter. I'm like a, a jeans guru. I'm on the record saying if the Vikings don't draft a quarterback in the first round of the 2021 draft, which they didn't, Spielman and Zimmer will both be unemployed by the time the 2022 league year rolls around. My question for you guys on this is more about phrasing. If they get fired and then they get hired by another team by the time the 2022 league year rolls around, did I whiff on this prediction? No. Because I used the vague general term no. unemployed. No, it's, I'm not it's holding, supposed to mean unemployed by the Vikings. I'm not going to hold this against you. No, no, no you're saying Vikings. Mm-hmm. Like, like okay. I wouldn't go that far. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. All right, good. Thank you, guys. Welcome. Uh, D. Lindahl is on the record on the Mackie and Judd edition of Write That Down saying Tom Brady will start a game at quarterback for the Vikings. I actually think, well, it's not likely, but like, Based on Aaron Rodgers having three years left on his contract and probably having to go to the AFC first, like there's a there's a winding maze for Aaron Rodgers to be a Vikings quarterback. I actually think it's a cleaner, easier path for Tom Brady to eventually be the Vikings quarterback. <clears throat> Excuse me, than Aaron Rodgers. Okay, your guys' thoughts? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think so anymore. Think so? A year no. ago, you know, before the Tampa Bay. Well, yeah, it was fun yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. But it was if all Brady fun wants. Games? If Brady wants to turn into a mercenary, I think he likes living in Florida, though, and just like not dealing with cold weather. Now, if if Brady and Giselle have a son who is named Tom, mm-hmm. who's probably <laughs> right. like 18 by now. Tom Brady Jr. He might be they? the quarterback of the Vikings, but I don't think they do have a Tom. I don't know if they have a Tom Jr. And Declan said Philip Rivers will sign with ESPN as a football analyst in 2021. I feel like there's been surprisingly little news. He's coaching like, high school. No, I think he did. So, he made it very clear. He's got those 18 kids. He's going to hang with them. <laughs> well, it's okay, but you're like being a being an analyst on a Sunday. Like you get to fly in right on a Saturday, stay overnight. Guys, like but I don't you get you to hang to out it. with your kids all the time. Yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense. It's a great prediction. I, mean, I just don't think he's going to even if do he appears now. in one game. For an ESPN coverage game, does, does this, this comes off, doesn't it? And you said sign. Sign. We'd have to have a contract. We'd have to have a contract. Yes, like sign with Like you can't show up in the booth and like, hey, hey, Phil Rivers here. But, the, but this, I mean, ESPN, it would be more like he shows up on Get Up as an analyst because he's not going to. Yep. Like he's not going to be the, they've already announced their Monday Night Football booth. Right. But but I but you use the word analyst and so if he's like Damian Woody sitting in his living room <laughs> zooming in with Mike Greenberg on a Tuesday morning like this would potentially mm-hmm. count. Okay. So mm-hmm. so uh, to date, Judd Zolgad with a thirty seven percent completion percentage, leading the show, no touchdowns though. Declan thirty four percent completions, no touchdowns. I have twenty eight percent completions, but I'm more proud of the five touchdowns so far. Listeners twenty seven percent, one touchdown on the season. You guys ready to throw out some predictions? Let's do it, man. Me and my noodle arm. <laughs> your noodle arm. I'm just, just checking your Chad Pennington hey, strategy. Go for another check down. Write this down. <laughs> I, I'm Sam right. Bradford. I ain't going deep. Floppy sleeves, Sam Bradford. Just checking it down. Just getting smoked by Cliche opposing Meister. pass rushers. Says nothing to the media. <laughs> 
All right, let's get guest listener predictor here. Elijah makes his, I believe, debut, right? This is your first time on Write That Down? That's right, boys. It's the first time on Write That Down. Hopefully not the last. I got a few predictions. I'm going to leave some uh, on the line, so... How aggressive are you going to be offensively? Like, What is your offensive scheme here in, in Write That Down? You're going to run on second 15? Oh, I am Jameis Winston just <laughs> yucking zingers down the field, giving those off. Are you, are you eating those W's too? Just uh, all day. <laughs> love it. Judd, love I know it. you love that. Oh, yeah. So uh, here's, how, here's how it's going to work. We're going to start with Elijah and then Judd. Declan, back to me, Phil. Three trips around the room, and really the only parameters here are your predictions must be quantifiable in some way, and they must be at least loosely related to football. So, Elijah, you start us off with the first prediction. Write this down. All righty, boys. In the 2021 season, one of these second-year rookies will make the Pro Bowl this year. Troy Dye, DJ Wanham, or Harrison Hand? Ooh, mm. ooh! If DJ see DJ Wanham, I think is going to have the inside track to get the most snaps in that battle, just Definitely. based on like what he showed in a small sample last year. But it'll be interesting to see. All right, I like it. Write this down, Judd Zolgad. <sighs> Kirk Cousins. I have a Kirk Cousins. Write that down. Kirk will be named the NFC Offensive Player of the Month in October. That's always not when Kirk not starts. September? That's when he starts to cook. October. Not December? Kirk, Kirk, October. December? I, I, Kirk, Kirk October. I think he's going to have a big October again. Kirk October. That's excellent, Declan. Thank you. And he will be the NFC Offensive Player of the Month in October. Kirk October, baby. We'll have to figure out how to best celebrate Kirk October here on the show. That's when a touchdown. For an average right? of 340 yards a game. That's a touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. Right? If I get that because yeah. I nailed Mystery the month. Meat. Ball cook mystery yeah, meat. Write this down. Yuck. Just a block of beige <laughs> meat. Stop. That's disgusting. <laughs> no. That was the gro- grossest piece of meat I've ever seen. We're just going to let that one sit there yeah. for a second. I was hoping somebody God. would do something with that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All, right, I mean, I, all right, Declan, yeah, your first prediction. I have, I have a Kirk prediction as well. We've been talking about Kirk this week. So I'll say Kirk Cousins will have three game-winning drives in 2021. Ooh. Kirk wow, Cousins dude. will have three so, game-winning drives in 2021. So exactly three, and is this regular season and postseason, or just regular season? Just regular season. I'm going to say it's a regular season prediction and exactly three, yep. Okay. So, yeah, we all are sort of on the same thought track here. Write that down. I have three Kirk Cousins predictions, and because all of you guys sit there and talk about how negative we are about Kirk every week, I have three positive Kirk Cousins predictions this week. All right? Trying to turn that image around, aren't you, Phil Mackey? No, listen— I'm just somebody tweeted last night at me. Can't remember who it was. Said uh, on the on the Kirk Cousins late fourth quarter statistics that we threw out of the show. Something like uh, Mackie and Judd don't Mackie and Judd don't care about the truth. They just want to get more listeners. I mean, like, it, listen, like if we had to choose between more listeners or the truth, we would definitely choose more listeners. Don't get us wrong. It's viewers but I'd too. Like to think it's that viewers we go for too. Because you want to look at yeah. us now. <laughs> I mean, let's be I mean, honest. We care, we care about the truth to some extent, but if you're going to promise us more viewers and listeners and more advertisers, I mean, no. Yeah. We try to do both. We try to do both on the show. Um, so here's the prediction. Kirk will be credited with at least one fourth quarter comeback sometime in the first three weeks of the season. Mm. Before Kirktober, he will have a fourth quarter comeback of some kind. Uh I guess I haven't looked to see what the exact dates of those games are, but don't hold me to the Kirktober part. 
He will be credited with a fourth quarter comeback sometime in the first three weeks of the season. Write it down. You like that? You like that? Back to Elijah, your second prediction. Hey, I'm riding that Kirk train with you guys. Um, I'm glad you brought it up. Judd, I don't think our predictions will be mutually exclusive. I think Kirk will have a great October. Mm -hmm. However, week seven, Halloween night. Something a little spooky happens to Kirk. Kirk goes down. Oh, no. There's some sort of transitional period. You know, Nate Stanley might come in or it's Jake Browning. Finish the game against the Cowboys. And they play horrible. Mm. So how do In comes in our boy, Kellen Mond, who finishes the regular season almost undefeated. And wins at least one playoff game. So how do we quantify this? Yeah. So week. So you're saying week seven, Kirk gets hurt. Following week seven, Kellen Mond becomes the starting quarterback. Right. Week eight, Kellen Mond becomes the starting okay. quarterback and wins okay. a playoff game. And wins a playoff game. He's almost undefeated. I say he loses to make it quantifiable. Two games. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna help and say two games or less because if all of these other things come to fruition, then uh, you don't want to be stuck on the exact two losses total. If it's one and everything else happens, we don't want that to screw you. Sure. So two games or less. Two games or less to make okay. it quantifiable. All right, Dex, you got that? Yes, I do. I do. Figure it out. If, yep. that, if that's right, shut the segment down. Yep. And end, that's end a lock- the show. <laughs> that's, that a lock- that's a lock off. That's a lock. Like we will that's just a Minneapolis miracle. Yep. Minneapolis Miracle. That's our last ep- episode when we bring you back on and you got every part of that right. Wow. That's like one of those old like Fran Tarkenton scrambling around, like running backwards for 30 yards and then finally yep. throwing it down the field. I like it. Right then, wow. seconds left. 40-yard line, just tossing a 60-yard bomb down the field. Going for it all. Crazy. All right, Judd, your second prediction. All right, the Vikings special teams. Well, it can't be worse than it was last season. Mm-hmm. So... The Vikings will have a punt return for a touchdown, or at least one punt return for a touchdown this season. The Vikings will have at least one punt return for a touchdown this season. And if that happens, it's very likely that on that play, they will have more punt return yards than yes. they had all of last season. Well, until the, until what? The Detroit game, didn't they have like 16 or something ridiculous or until late in the season? Yeah, it was nuts. I mean, they had like 68 for the whole for the whole year. Just a total debacle. Write that down. All right, Declan. All right, another Kirk prediction. Kirk Cousins will not throw an interception in the first three games of the season. So Kirk got off to a disastrous start. Actually, all three years so far in the first four games, Kirk has underperformed, you could say, in the first four games in September before Kirktober takes things over by storm. But um, (laughs) And then gets hurt hurt and replaced by Kellen Mond, who becomes the quarterback. October himself. But yes, uh, Kirk Cousins will not throw an INT in the first three games Mm. of the season. All right. I like it. Write that down. I like it. Um, Declan and I are definitely tracking, like, my my Classic. next prediction is also very similar and uh, in the Kirk realm here, but yeah, see you later, yeah, we're, we're we're yeah well we're neck and neck much like the racers at Brainerd International Raceway as they line up against each other. Full weekend of live racing this weekend, July sixteenth through the eighteenth, the second annual Jed Copham Memorial Race. Uh, the Trans Am Series is in town. It's been a fifty year tradition at Brainerd International Raceway. 
five different classes of racing, all on the two and a half mile road course. And uh, you can check them out live and in person. Ticket and camping packages available now at birmn.com. Birmn.com. Kirk Cousins, write this down. Write that down. He will be very interception conscious is where I'm going, just like Declan was. He's very aware of, I mean, basically after the bye week last year, he said, my number one priority is to just not lose these games. Like, I'm not going to throw 11 more picks in the second half. So write this down. He will throw single-digit interceptions this upcoming season, in the regular season. Single-digit, which if you go back in his career, so he had 13 picks last year. He had 10 picks the first year with the Vikings. He only had six picks in his second year with the Vikings in 15 games. So it's definitely not unprecedented. He's always been kind of usually between 10 and 13 interceptions in his career. So I think he goes back to single-digit interceptions as a very uh, turnover-conscious guy. Write this down. This season. Okay. All right. uh, I think we're back to Elijah for your third and final prediction here. Yes, sir. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will play. The Minnesota Vikings in the NFC Championship oh. this year. Care to tell us what's going to happen? In Off that the game, record. Led Off by, the record. Led by Kellen Mond, the Vikings. I know who's going to win, and I'm going to training camp uh, to find, and I will confirm this with you. But you will have to wait for the next Write That Down. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh you're teasing it, assuming you're going to get back on, Elijah. I like what you're doing there. Applying great. huge pressure on Phil and Declan. Well, he's got to go scout Kellen Mond and make sure that just like, you know, he's got to go put, put some eyes hey, on what, him, what's see the if he can lead jersey? a group of men. Is that a Thielen? Is that a Thielen? Uh... Thielen color rush. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers' best buddy, Adam Thielen. Yep. That's right. Best friends. In the flesh. Become really good friends. Real tight. Mr. It Mankato. is hilarious. Like Packers fans get so nervous and chat when they see photos all over social media of Aaron Rodgers and Adam Thielen, <laughs> just arms around each other. Well, he, he's not really friends with Thielen. He's better friends with Bakhtiari. He's been friends with the last few years. I don't want you guys to talk about Bakhtiari. They just got randomly paired together. Slamming bars at the Bucks. Fear the deer. Fear the deer. Yeah, Chuck Beards. Right. Go Bucks. All right. Uh, great stuff. Elijah, bringing the energy, bringing the flow, bringing the jersey. Since you've got this platform here, uh, this multimedia conglomerate that is Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle point? Absolutely. I would love to thank my dad, first and foremost, for making me a Vikings fan. Um, he was born and raised in Minnesota and moved out here to the East Coast where I was born. And he made me a Vikings fan in which I've uh, – switched many years of of suffering for uh, championship years out here if I was a homer but um you know it's okay I, I like the underdog so it's cool and uh love to thank you guys man I mean uh, I've been looking for some Vikings therapy in my life and I managed to stumble across uh all three of you guys and uh, it's been great just uh listening in every week and actually every day and just uh finally realizing that there's people out there who can uh I can listen to and, and uh, talk to about this because <laughs> I don't think people know the pain. So it's rough. Amen. It's hey, uh, just a quick, quick question. And I think like to what you just said, one of the coolest things about what just we've been able to, I think help facilitate is we love the community of Vikings fans. We love the YouTube comment section. We love uh, the other social media platforms and stuff. When did you first discover purple daily? Just a question for our own curiosity. 
So I first discovered actually your uh, your buddy, uh, Realistic Randy, I came across first. And then I discovered Purple Daily probably a few, probably a month or two after that. I would say probably December last year on YouTube. Nice. Cool. Realistic Randy, by the way. um, So we had him on a few weeks ago. We'll get him on again sometime and whatnot. So Realistic Randy used to be one of the OG when it was 1500 ESPN radio, just AM radio product, like seven years ago, Judd and I used to host the radio version of Ventline. And Realistic Randy would call in from the West Coast, and he would just, every week it was the highlight. Like, it he was. would just come in. And I think at one point we were like, dude, you should like you should do a podcast or something. You should do this. And not that we like, we deserve any credit for him, but he's a, like, he, he goes way back in the, in the Mackie and Judd uh archives and it's super fun to see the success he's having on his own doing his podcast and youtube too so oh yeah uh, when you guys collabed i was like this <laughs> that was my dream collaboration <laughs> that dream happened is cool. purple daily and realistic randy because man there'd just be nights where i just tune into realistic randy just snuggled up in my bed and just <laughs> him rant. you need a lot of therapy man a lot of therapy you're still in need of a lot of therapy don't don't abandon the plan <laughs> We should. That's oh, another. Not, that's another business model here. We will provide paid therapy. You want to sit and just vent your Vikings frustration. Judd will sit on his couch drinking beer and just listen to you over a Zoom call. Or I've something. got advice yeah. too. I mean, there's ways <laughs> to handle to, it. Listening to Judd just like every week going like, you know, Kirk's a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. Uh, the only problem is his contract. He's getting paid. <laughs> like that's Phil too. Yeah. We need, yeah, we need like a, we need to have a service where it's like the five main things we say about Kirk you can just have on your phone. Well, you got to preface it with he's a good QB because you don't want to say he's not a good QB. What you have to say is what's the problem? Yeah. 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 The problem is he's paid like a top three quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, Elijah, great work today. We'll get you on again sometime. And uh, thanks for, for making Purple Daily a part of your, your regimen. We'll talk soon. See you, Elijah. Absolutely, boys. Thank thanks. you so much. Great stuff. Much All right. That's Elijah bringing his three predictions. We'll go back to Judd here. Final trip around the room. All right. I'm going to go to the ranks of college football. Tanner Morgan will be in the top three quarterbacks in the Big Ten in passing yards this season. So Gophers quarterback Tanner Morgan will be in the top three QBs in the conference in passing yards this season. I think I think a bounce back. People aren't really talking about him because he kind of disappointed last year. It was just a weird year. La- yeah, last year was so disjointed. Yep. That I think it was that I think he's go- going to bounce back. I actually think the whole program is going to bounce back. I hope for their sake they do. No. All right, Declan, this down. your final prediction this. Week. All right, my final one, not a Kirk one. Um it's a Vikings prediction. Last year the Vikings finished 6th in red zone touchdown percentage, which actually shocked me. I don't really remember them being that. I mean, I know they they weren't ineffective, but I didn't think they were that effective mm-hmm. uh, in the red zone. So I would say this year the Vikings will finish top five in red zone touchdown percentage in 2021. Thielen had so many red there. zone touchdowns. Yeah, Thielen had 14 overall touchdowns. All right, so top five and so you're saying percentage of of mm-hmm. trips to the red zone that wind up in a touchdown. Correct. Is that how we're correct? Okay, I like it. And then final predictions, another Kirk one. Write this down. So uh, Kirk was sacked 39 times last year. We're adding an extra game this year. So, you know, there's potential to be sacked even more. But write this down. Kirk will be sacked 32 times or fewer this upcoming season. 
So even though we're adding a game, yep, even though we're adding a game, he will be sacked Mm. at least seven fewer times than he was last year. I I legitimately think just not having Dakota Dozier playing for you, which as of right now, he's a starting guard on the depth chart. But I don't think that's going to be the case. So he'll be sacked 32 times or fewer. Running the table with those Kirk predictions. Very impressive. Well, I just want to show it's not all all negativity here. There's, There's some... Elijah said, a perfect. Area here. Elijah said a perfect, what we say, we always preface it. Yeah, he's, it's, just, it, it's more the contract. I mean, there's, there's some issues with him regardless of the contract, but he's one of the 15 best quarterbacks in the world. And we've, I mean, I think we've flushed it all Have out you seen the group the... in Australia though? Hmm? Hmm? What? You said the world. I, I said, have oh. you seen the quarterbacks in Australia? I thought there, though? Was, I thought there was some Kirk. <laughs> Iraq like... has, I, I guess Iraq has a couple guys with really good arms. <laughs> oh, yeah. They play under pressure, too. God. There, it's crazy. Um, before we get to Judd's weekly training camp stories here, we uh, go back into the camp archives. A quick shout-out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been helping business owners for over 100 years. And uh, they just provide a ton of peace of mind, resources to help your business maximize its potential and minimize the risk, things that could happen. Products include uh, commercial property, general liability, workers' compensation, uh, commercial auto. They, they have products for all of these different areas and much, much more. You can find a full list of industries and resources at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Oh my gosh, who lives in that cabin? What's wrong with their lake shore? Look at all those weeds. Ugh, that is the worst cabin on the lake. Don't be such a busybody. Excuse me? They must not know about Aquaside. Is that what we use? Yep, just one application of Aquaside each spring keeps our lake shore weed free. Shh, don't be that cabin this summer on your lake. Eliminate lake weeds this summer with Aquaside pellets. I should tell them about Aquaside. Oh, now who's the busybody? Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Couple weeks to go until Vikings training camp. And uh, Judd Zolget has covered the most Vikings training camps, even though Declan and I have covered training camps as well, because he used to be the lead, capital L, Vikings beat writer for StarTribune.com, AccessVikings.com. And I'd love to go back 10 years ago, almost to the day, uh, yeah. Vikings training camp 2011, when yeah. you had the interesting dynamic of Christian Ponder having been drafted and Donovan McNabb having been signed or traded for, I think it was a traded draft box pick. Of footballs draft pick at the end at Washington. the end of the off season lockout that they had. So take us through the dynamic of the Donovan McNabb, the summer of McNabb's arrival into training camp, and Christian Ponder also being a first round pick in that same camp. No fire. Okay. Yeah, fire. Yeah, the fire. I was waiting for the fire to start. There it is. So let me take you back to that offseason and Leslie Frazier beginning his first full season as the Vikings head coach after being named the interim coach and getting the job following the debacle of a 2010, which brought the end to Brett Favre's NFL career. So Leslie and Rick at that time, Rick was not GM yet. He was still, I think, vice. he was a vice president. Um, and the agreement was... And I remember asking the Wilfs about this when Les got the job. The agreement was that each would have basically their own say, a 50-50 say, in the personnel on the roster. So there was no dominant. Like, now, I think that unless I'm wrong about this, when Rick became GM, he assumed control of the 53-man roster. Well, he didn't have it at this time. 
So what we had was, well, first of all, a failure to communicate. And second of all, we had Leslie saying, hold on a second. I need a veteran quarterback. I need a quarterback. I need to win immediately. I can't develop a guy. One, I'm a defensive guy. And two, I got this job. And the expectation is that we sort of get back to where we were, which is not 2010. It's 2009. Rick wanted to take his shot because this was his first real shot for himself of drafting a quarterback. And that's where we have a collision of ideas. Christian Ponder drafted by Rick in what was a, a rich quarterback draft as far as the amount of human beings who played the position, not a rich quarterback class as far as talent. And Leslie saying, I want my own guy who knows who can come in and is a veteran. And there was a lockout that started in March that went through almost the entire off season, which was hysterically funny because it was covered as if there was a real work stoppage. <laughs> and the players were dumb enough to buy it. And so that precluded any trades from being made. So if you recall, the Donovan McNabb trade, I think it was for a sixth round pick, was made right before the Vikings went to training camp that year because that's when we resumed the season or the, the got back into transactions. So Ponder shows up at training camp and McNabb is there. And Phil, I don't know if you were there or not for this. You might have been as well. But, part, part of it. Oh, okay, but McNabb comes in, and you know, I mean, we're going from Favre to McNabb, who, by the way, I had seen play in 2010. Leslie's team, might have been in the, in the first game after Childress got fired, beat McNabb and Mike Shanahan and Washington, and McNabb was terrible. Like, he was awful. It was clear he was cooked. But they get to Mankato, and McNabb is there, unlike Favre, and of course the expectation is, well, he's going to start, and it's still McNabb. He's got a lot of credibility as far as name goes at the time, although he was declining. And it's at some point in time early in that training camp when we got the uh-oh press conference line of McNabb decides to announce to all the fast food restaurants that he's coming along with his linemen to eat as much as... And he's clearly trying... Like At first we thought it was sort of a joke. He was clearly no. trying to get free food. Yes. And he was out of shape already, and that's where we're all sort of like, oh my God, he's serious, you know. Hey, Burger King, we're coming. He's he's just here, yeah. He's just here to enjoy the pizza ranch, Culver's, and to collect a paycheck in the twilight of his career. Unlike Kirk, who doesn't look like he eats pizza ranch but he advertises for them, McNabb was just trying to get in on the ground floor of just give me a free bag of goodies. And also for my guards and my tackles and my center. So that's where I was like, oh, boy, here's the problem. He's clearly done playing football, but he's still playing football. And (laughs) he starts the season, and I remember there was one game at the Metrodome. I forget who it was against. It might have been against the Cardinals, Phil. And I'm sure that you were there for it. But he passes the ball to Shanko. And I'm not kidding you. The ball skips off the yes, turf. I remember this. It's I like a bounce pass. He was like, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like a bounce yeah. pass. It was and, amazing. And that get and that then gets us. And so, so I'm sure Les and Rick are, you know, debating behind the scenes or infighting about who should be starting quarterback. And we get through the first half of that. Was it? A, it was a Sunday night game in Chicago, and McNabb is god awful, and the team clearly stinks. And that's where Ponder gets plugged in and plays, and that begins the Ponder thing. But the McNabb thing was this, oh, it's McNabb replacing Favre. Isn't this going to be intriguing to, oh, my God, this guy is just completely done. There's nothing left. And, in fact, he is trying to get grub from Mankato restaurants. There is also, and this this happens all the time, whenever there's a a backup quarterback who was drafted, really like Kellen Mond was a third-round pick, right? Like we're going to have the same thought if and when – Kirk struggles where it's like, 
oh, I'm just I'm sick of the incumbent quarterback, sick of in that case Donovan McNabb. Like you know, it's time to go to the next guy. And uh, at the time, the excitement level of Christian Ponder coming in, it was like, oh, here we go, <laughs> like franchise quarterback for the next ten years. He can run a little bit. He's going to come in here and save the day. And, and you're you know, and you're trying. He's working through his early stages of being a rookie quarterback, and you're trying to look at the positives, right? Okay, okay, he can run for first downs. Yep. It's great. He can roll. He can avoid pressure. All right, he can throw the ball a little bit, like sort of accurate on these intermediate throws. But I just remember we were so fed up with McNabb's act, his just complacency or whatever you want to call it. He was just cooked, right? Enormous. And it was so exciting to have Christian Ponder take over. Yep. How ludicrous all yeah. of that seemed. The first round draft later. pick, though. <laughs> and, and I mean, at that oh, point in God. time, Keep in mind, at that point in time, so Cam Newton went first overall to Carolina in that draft. But after that, it was what? It was Blaine Gabbert. It was Jake Locker. It was uh, Ponder. I think there was another quarterback thrown in there as well. And so we all thought, oh, man, you know, a good portion of this quarterback class is going to develop. We were wrong. Cam Newton did, and, and nobody else did. That's the remarkable thing about that draft, the amount of flameouts that they had at quarterback after Cam Newton. So did Ponder – so here was the schedule that year. The Vikings started 0-4. They got beat at San Diego. They lost home against Tampa, home against Detroit. Then they lost at Kansas City. And then they played a game at home against the Cardinals. And That's where the ball skipped. But they won that game 34-10. Yep, Cardinals, the great elixir. And then at Chicago in Week Six, that's where he gets benched. Was the debacle that was a that was a Sunday night game. Yep, they lost that game thirty nine to ten. And then they came back and played a fairly close game against the Packers the next week. And then they beat the Panthers going into the bye. A bad win. So did Ponder start against the Packers the next week? Yeah, I think he started. I think he started the rest of the season. I think McNabb got benched at halftime in Chicago and never. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think back. he got oh, back God. in again. Yeah, Ponder's first game as a starter was against the Packers. 13 of 32 for 219 yards, two touchdowns. You're right, a lot of bright spots. Look what he can do well. But he ran. He ran four times for 31 yards, a four and a half yards per carry uh, average, four yards per carry. We didn't know that guy was going to take the— No, eight yards. Eight yards a carry. We didn't know that the guy was going to take the bye week, I think, the next year and get married. We thought he liked football. Didn't, isn't Rocco doing that this week? This yeah, he got married. Yeah, congratulations to Rocco. Yeah, he, yeah he got married. I mean, congratulations, but couldn't, couldn't wait a couple months. I don't know. I'd be looking at the film. Just me. <laughs> you wouldn't want to look at the, the film. You wouldn't want to look. You wouldn't want to grind anything. <laughs> the analytics, the film, nothing. I mean, a, a brief tease on Mackie and Judd tomorrow. Old Declan Goff was all in on that Donovan McNabb signing to the Vikings. Oh, oh no, the Washington dude. trade? No. Okay, cool. No. Can't wait so, to see it. You can already declare me the winner. Like, I don't even want to bring you guys yours tweets. If you even, I'm, and I'm oh, hoping I you have it. something evil and out. But, oh, bring them. But, uh, I was, yeah, no, I, oh, I'm sure man. I can't beat you. I had McNabb, I, had a, I, had a, I wore a Don McNabb Eagles jersey in my 6th and 7th grade yearbook photo, dude. I loved Don McNabb. Yeah, maybe I'll bring that Not photo him, to the table. Why are you wearing a jersey? That. I love McNabb. I love Don McNabb, dude. I love Don McNabb. But Even when he was on the Eagles. I mean, your parents was, let you go really for good. yearbook for photo day with a jersey on? Of course I did. Yeah, of course I did. Okay. Yeah, I always had to wear like a like a lame yeah. patterned golf shirt or something. Sports no. dad would have cracked down. You wouldn't no. have left my, you wouldn't have left my uh, house. Youngest like of four that. at that point. Go and do whatever the hell you want. You're fine. They don't so, care anymore. Yeah, no. They, I was an oopsie as it was. So, yeah. 
Oh, you're mistaken. Declan's been gone for three. I days. was a you got bought out last night. You're a mistake. I was bought out yesterday. It's a miracle you're here. Oh my god. Wait, did you? You got bought out last night? Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm God. He's I'm resilient. Fine. He's young. Good God, it's, it's he's young. It, it's, Zach Parisi is the happiest for, guy that yeah, got bought out yesterday. I was here for nine years. I was brought in on a tryout, exceeded expectations, yeah. and got to this you point. A PTO. Okay, yeah, seriously. You want a PTO? I, I, and if anything, again, I outkicked my coverage, SDL. so I think I was all right there. I think it was okay. Send your thoughts and condolences to Declan on uh, social media. Thanks for hanging out with us. Purple Daily, Daily Bye. Vikings Entertainment. We'll see you guys tomorrow.